G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast, home of your holistic development. Very exciting episode here. We're only a few hours away from the Australia v India series kicking off over there in India. Brown Dog, how pumped are you? Good morning, Jugs, and uh, g'day to everyone listening out there. Hopefully you're listening today. We are filming this episode and dropping it quickly so you can get your Australia-India series information or fix or a bit of a hype up. Um, so sit back, relax, grab yourself a coffee or a kombucha and enjoy. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a huge few months for the Australian cricket team. We've been talking about this down at my peak for a few weeks now, but this next three months uh, gives the Australian cricket team an opportunity to go down as one of the great Australian cricket teams over the last, well, forever really. This team has the opportunity to compete with that golden era that's so rich and famous in the Australian cricket history if we are to go over to India and be successful and then bring the ashes back after that. What an opportunity and what a time not just to be a player but a supporter of the Australian cricket team I think. Um, Me for one they've certainly won me over the last sort of six months. I'm, I'm really enjoying watching the Aussies play and really liking the way they're playing their cricket um, and yeah there's no bigger test the next oh, sort of six to twelve months yeah absolutely and i think this is the best it's difficult because i think this is the best side we've sent over there in a long time mm. but i also think this indian team's probably gone to a new level as well and as we've seen on social media the last couple of days i think the australians are going to be uh, up against the wall on these wickets that they're producing they're when I was going through some numbers, a few of the players have never been to India and then a few of the other players have been to the subcontinent in those Pakistan Sri Lanka series, but they were completely different wickets. Like those games against Pakistan were just an absolute highway where these wickets that they're gonna play on in India look like they're gonna crumble very quickly. Smith's already spoken about how quickly he thinks it's gonna break up and it's gonna be a completely different uh wicket or surface to what these or our top six batters have been exposed to besides Smith and Warner. How important is the toss? Oh, so important. Very important. Paddy Cummins, I think they said he's won his last nine tosses. Mm. So fully expecting Paddy to go over there and not win a toss. (laughs) (laughs) But it's very important. It's so important for Australia. If we're batting first, our chances obviously increase a lot. If we're chasing on that in that fourth innings, then yeah, it's going to make our task what is already very difficult even more difficult. It's good viewing time too. What time does live broadcast yeah, start? Yeah, 3 p.m. Yeah, it's perfect. Couldn't be time. a better time. 3 p.m. So six hours of cricket plus an hour of break. Finishes mm. at 10 p.m. Go mm. to bed and... Wake up for a swim in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. No, I can't wait. It's uh, yeah, I've never been so excited for a series and usually cricket on television doesn't quite excite me the way this does. But I think watching the test uh, documentary mm. again... Um, uh, watching our players come back into the big bash and um, even just something that I've really enjoyed lately is listening to the um, test players come back and commentate and you're sort of just really getting to know the personalities of the players one because of their uh, commentary on field two because of the documentary um, and it's just exciting to sort of feel like you um, have a bit of a relationship with these players and you can really ride their success um, so no, I'm really looking forward to uh, hopefully what is a successful series for the Aussies. Yeah, I reckon this is going to this series will break some records for uh, the amount of people watching on TV. Mm. 
So what we're going to do today, we're going to firstly we'll run through the Australian predicted lineup. We'll go through each player and sort of talk about how we think they will go throughout the series and maybe a few things that we want to see them do in the series. And then after that, we'll run through the expected Indian lineup and what are Australia going to be up against in this series. So Australian team, it looks pretty set in stone for the first test. There's probably just that one position who's going to bat six or potentially seven if they pick Agar. So it's probably just one spot up for grabs. Um, but we'll run through what we have and then talk about a couple of different options as well. So obviously, opening the batting will be Warner and Kawaja. Yeah, look, and I, I think a lot of people will probably write uh, Warner off a little bit for this series, but the one thing that Warner does have um, is a bit of or a lot of experience in India. He's played there before, he's played against India a lot, and I still think he's got enough hunger uh, to drive some really good performances over there. I, look, I don't think Warner's going to have... Um, a, you know, one of his best series or a player of the series or anything like that. But I think he'll surprise a few people uh, with the way he goes. I, I don't ex don't be surprised if he sort of um, churns out a few runs. He's going to be very important to our, especially if we are bowling first. Mm. He's going to be very important to try and make full use of the new ball mm. and try and get us off to quick starts. And especially with our sort of middle order, if we can get Warner firing at the top, even if he's not making hundreds, just getting us off to a, a good start. Mm. Traditionally, Warner's, like we've spoken about, struggled in India. He only averages 24 in India uh, at a strike rate of 55, which is his lowest strike rate by quite a while too, compared to all the other countries he's played in before. He's, uh, as everyone's noted, he's struggled the last sort of 12 months or even 24 months. He's averaged... 39 in his last eight innings with that top score of 200 so yeah. you take that score out and his numbers would go down considerably but as Warner's history sort of has proven anytime people have doubted him that's when he bounces back and proves everyone wrong so if Warner thinks he's still good to go and travel over to India and then travel to England where his record is probably the second worst I think we need to back him in and get him over the line for us. Yeah, we definitely need to trust him. I think I've um, been watching a lot of the um, series that we won over in India with our golden era, um, and one thing that Hayden and Langer did really well was take on the bowler, take on the new ball. Um, we actually went at quite a rate early, um, so I think if Warner can sort of do a little bit of learning from them, I think it'll be important to take on the new ball, and like you said, Cam, try and get the Aussies off to a really good start, whether... You know, he scores 50 or 100 or not. You know, if he can score sort of 40 or 50 or 60 at a decent rate, it's going to put us in a really good position. Awesome. So, obviously, we're opening with Kawaja. Now, what I learned, I never knew this. Kawaja's actually never played in India. Yeah, in and out of the side yeah. for the last few years. Uh, India has been one of the places he hasn't been able to travel to yet. So, I think between or below Smith, I think he's going to be our most effective in the conditions. In Asia, he averages 67 at a strike rate of 48. Again, that is his lowest strike rate out of anywhere he's travelled to. But he also, like we said earlier, he's only played on like those Pakistan and Sri Lankan wickets, which are going to be different to what he's going to be batting on in these Indian uh, conditions. However, I think he sweeps well, reverses well, um, plays spin Besides, like I said, Smith probably better than anyone else in our lineup. So if he can get us off to a good start with Warner, I think he's someone that can 
uh, bat for longer periods of time in this series. And um, being a left-hander, again, as you've heard a lot of this talk in the series and we've seen the wicket, photos of the wicket, if he's um, at that top of the order, I think he's going to play a key role for us in this series. Yeah, I wonder. It'd be interesting to see what you think, Cam. Will uh, Kawaja's strength of being able to sweep um, both sides of the wicket become a bit of a weakness in this series? Will he try and go there too often? Mm. Like, I'm just wondering, because he's so good at it, will he be relying on it so much that it, it might actually um, he might actually come unstuck because of it? Well, I think we'd be silly to think it's not going to get him out a few times. Yeah. Like, and that's... Take the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah. And that's... It's also going to score him a lot of runs too. Mm. So if we see him get out to it, it's not like... It's it's probably more of an execution thing in that ball rather yeah, than a tactical thing. But I think watching him the last probably even six to 12 months, like, he plays his best cricket when he's playing those types of shots. Mm-hmm. So The yeah. one thing... The, the one technical part that I really like about Kawaja over in India and... Um, if you can just picture Kawaja facing spin, he sort of drops onto his back leg and uh, opens up and moves his front leg right out of yeah. the way. And I think that'll be really effective on the Indian pitchers because quite often it's not necessarily the ball that, that spins that gets you out. It's the one that slides on with that natural variation. I think getting the front pad out of the way and trying to read the ball off the wicket a bit will be an important part of being successful over there against the spinners. So I think Kawaja's defense will certainly hold up against the spinners. All right, Manus will be our number three, as per usual, the best test batter in the world at the moment. Again, someone that's never been to India, but I think Manus, this is a, I wouldn't say it's a big series for Manus because we all know how good he is. If he doesn't score runs, it's not going to change the trajectory of his career, but I think he's in for a big series, I think, He's going to be someone that really relishes like the challenge of going to India and playing in these conditions. He'll be someone that's willing to uh, also sweep. He sweeps really well, even though he's probably been out to the sweep shot. Remember that last series against, was it Pakistan or Sri Lanka? He got caught reversing. Um, So he's someone that's probably fiddled with his game a lot in order to be able to adapt to these conditions in India. And I think... If we've learned anything over the last couple of years, we know how good Manus is at adapting conditions just by playing off or learning from how good Smith is at adapting to conditions too. So I'm, I'm very confident Manus will go well. He's In Asia, he's only averaged 33, but his best strike rate in his career is in Asia. Mm. So I'm really that gives me really good vibes that he's someone that can play his shots. As we know, if you defend in India, you might defend for a while, but you're not going to defend forever against these spinners that India are going to produce for us. So if you can play your shots, score, you don't have to score to run a ball, but um, yeah, I reckon a strike rate around 60, that seems to be, we'll get into the Indian team. Most of the Indian batters' strike rate in India is around 60, and that's what Manus is, is in Asia. Again, that's playing on those Pakistan wickets, but I think if he can strike at around 60, he's going to be in good stead. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Manus. I... I don't really have a vibe on him yet. Um, you know, hopefully he's just sort of hung around Smith and taken as much information from his uh, teammates as possible. Because, um, yeah, I just don't think uh, you can you can buy experience over there. It's just one of those things that you've sort of got to experience for yourself. So get a bit of a gauge off him after the first test. Um, but we all know how classy he is. I think he'll be fine. And that moves us to our. Sort of what I think is going to be our difference between either winning or not winning this series, and that's Smudge. 
Steve Smith batting four. He, his record in India is phenomenal. He averages 60 in India. Um, again, he's someone who in Asia and India, his strike rate is lower than anywhere else, but he's proven he can score the runs. He averages 72 against India in general. So, and that quote that he said the other day where he said, um, beat in India and India is the biggest biggest scalp that he can get in his career. So, obviously, we're only a few months away from an Ashes. And for him to say that, I think that shows how much Smith wants to go over there and beat the Indians in India and take, um, or score, I should say, plenty of runs in order to do that. Yeah, I've never seen Smith with the eye of the tiger that he's got right now. He's just... He always has it, but this is like a new level. It's a new level. After seeing him come back in the Big Bash and then I watched his interview when he won the Allen Border medal, um, there's just something in his belly that's absolutely burning at the moment. And um, I think he'll he'll be unbelievable for us. Um, I think he'll go to a new level this series. I, I could, alm- I would almost predict that he'll have a series like he did um, over in England uh, with the Ashes last time. Yeah, yeah. Get on my shoulders, boys, and we'll yeah. get this job done. That's exactly right. That takes us to Travis Head, who will bat five. Um, again, someone that's never been to India, um, and his Asian record is not very good. He only averages 21 in Asia and at a strike rate of 47, which again is his lowest. He's... Average, uh, his strike rate in Asia is 47 and his career strike rate is 61. Now, he is someone that in the last 12 months has taken his game to a new level. Every time he's gone out to play, he looks like a new and improved player. So comparing him to what he was last time he was there or in Asia, not in India, hasn't been there, and to what Travis Head is going there now, it's a different player. And I think Australia's putting a lot of trust in that he has improved his game in the last 12 months, but I think he's going to have to because um, it makes me a little bit nervous him batting in India just because he gets so squared up and looks to score square of the wicket. And uh, But in saying that, we saw in the Australian series, he looked to hit down the ground a lot more and was extremely aggressive and took the bowlers on, which, like I said, we need to do that in these Indian conditions. So I would rather see him perhaps open the batting but I think obviously Warner and Kawadra have that locked up so he's going to be batting five and it's a big series for Travi Head I think he'll be fine um, you reckon I think he will uh, with all the stats that you've um, done your research on the strike rate seems to be a big factor in being successful over there and I think that if Travis can go over and just trust his game and what he's sort of developed over the last 12 months um, I think he'll be phenomenal he's also going to play a role with the ball um, and mm. I think he'll just take that responsibility. He'll know how important he is to our side um, at the moment. Um, and hopefully um, he'll take a bit of confidence out of um, both batting and bowling and sort of just implement it into his other skills. So I, I think he'll be really good for us. I am actually predicting that he'll have a little bit of a breakthrough series like away from Australia because I think he knows, like, well, obviously he knows, um, that he's sort of been you know picked as a oh, good Aussie player, struggles overseas, and obviously Australia's trusting him a lot and... Um, I think he's going to yeah bring some uh, results uh, because of that trust from the selectors uh, in the association. I think he'll do really well this, this series. So that takes us to our number six. So we have Cam Green in at six. If he was bowling, obviously, he'd be a lock there at six. But he also has some competition. You've got Renshaw, you've got Hanscom, and then you've also got the option of batting Carey at six and playing Agar at seven. Mm. Um, I'm not sure... 
I've heard rumours that they've that they've declared Green is going to not play game one, but then I've also heard people say he might even bowl in game one. I've heard people say they should just pick him as a bat because he's going to bowl in game two moving forward, so get some consistency into the team. Mm. So we're not 100% sure who's going to be this player. I think it's the only uh, spot in this team that needs to be sorted. But I think Cam Green proved like in that documentary, the test, he went out and batted in Sri Lanka, and he's like, oh, I'm not a sweeper. I'll just sweep. And he goes, I'm just going to have to sweep. And he, he played some sweeps to some Yorkers and stuff, and it looked pretty He struggled, how you're going. and then all of a sudden... But clicked. for a guy to figure that out that quickly and have obviously not done as much preparation as what he would have wanted to in that series, he would have had now had some time to think about what would have worked well for him or what did work well for him because he scored a couple of 70s over there in Sri Lanka and won us a game too off his own bat. Mm. So now that he's had some time to work on it, like I said, this is going to be a different uh, wicket and conditions altogether. But with his reach, if he can sweep well with his reach as well to get down down the crease, I think he can be someone that will play a major role. He's someone that's going to be so hard for us to replace if he's not bowling, but someone that... When he's fit and firing, he could be a guy that wins us tests and series over there in India. Yeah, look, if he's fit, even if he's not fit for bowling, you know, I think he's a lock. I think if he's just available to bat, he's at about six for us, like you said, can bit of consistency moving forward in the series. Um, I think he's, you know, proven himself well enough to just be uh, in and around that team, uh, batting six and not bowling. I think that's fine. Um, like you said, I actually think his genetics are going to play a really crucial role here. His, his height and his reach. Um, he uses his feet well to spinners. Uh, he gets deep in his crease too, and, and obviously he's figured out how to sweep now as well. So, um, yeah, look, uh, him being a right-hander too, like I'm not I'm not bringing in Agar or Renshaw um, as a left-hander. Um, if he Even if he can't bowl, I'm still picking him as a bat, as a right-hander to bat six for us. Awesome. So Alex Carey obviously be our keeper. Again, someone that's never been to... He's actually never played against India. He's obviously only come into this side since the departure of Tim Payne. But, again, someone who I think, given that he likes to also score quite quickly, um, his strike rate is 60. So that's, again, I reckon that's about where we need to try and aim to try and take move the game forward. We're not going to be batting there for probably more than 100 overs. So we need to make use of... That time while we're at the crease, like a bit of baz ball, obviously we're not going to have that approach, but let's make sure we're scoring runs, taking the opposition on. And I think Alex Carey is a phenomenal player of spin. He's probably third in line after Smith and Kawaja in this lineup. And he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be doing the tough job for us, batting yeah. seven in these conditions. Um, yeah, the older ball, he's going to be coming in, probably have to bat with our tail for a while. He's going to be... Probably someone that might be able to turn a total that could be reasonable and just get an extra 60, 70, 80 runs for us and um, play a, and make a big difference if he can get our tail to wag as well. Yeah, the one thing you're going to get from Carey um, is good preparation. He's going to be ready no matter what. He's very professional. Um, stepping out on that field, you'll know that he's done the prep work to be successful. So um, he's someone that uh, well, I really like to watch and... I just think that his skill set, um, you know, if his mindset um, is right, um, he'll be able to be successful over there and he will play a massive role for us. You're right, batting with the tail and, and getting those sort of uh, average scores up, a, you know, up another 60 or 70 runs and turning them into almost a seriously competitive total.
So that takes us to our bowlers. Obviously, if, what would you do if Green doesn't play? Are you playing Hanscom? Uh, yeah, I'd play Hanscom. Um, one unbelievable player of spin. Uh, great form at the moment. Uh, another right-hander. Um, so for me, it would be it would be Hanscom. Yeah, because yeah. another way they could go, like I said, if they back carry at six and then play Agar, you got three spinners, two quicks. But I think... It's a good call, especially because um, Agar goes the other way and he's a little bit more of that... He's a little bit more round arm. He offers a little bit more variation, like off the wicket, skid, turn. Um, I think Agar's a really good cricketer. Um, I just think in terms of like um, balance of the side, um, I probably, I, I just think it's a it's a batter short. Yeah. And in these conditions, I think we, we need, need to an have extra a solid batter lineup. Yeah. I think I'd rather have an, another batter. Like I'd almost play green and another batter rather than playing an extra bowler. Yeah, so you could play Hanscom batting at like eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's, if we're going to win this series, it's going to be... Runs. Yeah, I don't think we're going to finish this series and go, yeah, we didn't have enough bowlers. Yeah, like, I agree. If we win, we need to score runs against this attack that India are going to put us put up against us. Um, so, yeah, back to our bowlers. So obviously, Paddy Cummins will be uh, the best batter of our bowlers, our captain for the series. Um, between him and Lyon, the only two guys that have played um, in India. Now, his, this is where it becomes interesting, and we'll talk about it between the Australian and India bowlers. So, Paddy's economy rate in India is 3.14. His career economy is 2.7. And then, same, similar with Lyon, in India, his economy is 3.5, and his career is 2.9. So, both of their, both of our, well, you'd probably call them our leading bowlers in this series. They're probably going to bowl the most overs or mm. bowl the more important overs for us in this series. And both of those bowlers um, have been leaking quite a lot of runs in India. Obviously, um, we'll get to the Indian team, but they like to move the game forward. Like I said, I think that's what Australia need to try and do to be successful. And I think these two guys... Um, are going to play a crucial role, not just in taking wickets, but also, I wouldn't say stemming the runs, like we still want to be playing attacking cricket, but if India are playing their shots and scoring at three and a half, four and over, it's going to be very hard for us to bat long enough periods to score the runs that they're mm. scoring at that rate. Well, the one thing that India have that potentially uh, doesn't play a bigger role here in Australia is the speed of the outfields. Mm. Like, the speed of the outfields over there are... That is correct. ...almost stupid. No, um, I've heard that this outfield in Nagpur, or wherever they're playing, they reckon that you can barely see any grass on the outfield. Oh, yeah, it's just like glass. So, look, naturally, um, economy rates will go up and strike rates will go up. Um but yeah, look, th- that is still a dramatic jump, like Paddy and Lyons' economy here in Australia compared to over there. So I think two things are at play. We know that India, um, their game plan is to be slightly more aggressive and, and obviously the outfields are, are playing a bit of a role in that too. So I'm really keen to see how Lyon goes. So this will be the first series, obviously the first series in six years since we've played in India. Mm. But... So we're tipping the other two bowlers for this test to be Boland and Murphy. Mm, so India have gone after line, like I said, three and a half and over. If India, if we play Murphy and Lyon, your natural instinct is for the Indian batters to go after Murphy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the thing that's going to catch them out, though, if they do that is his consistency is almost better than Lyon's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but uh, what I'm getting, I won't. We'll get to Murphy in a second. But what I'm getting at is, how do they approach line? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they've almost got to be able to do. They've almost got to have the same game plan to both. They've almost yeah. got to go after both. But again, that helps us. Look, if we play Murphy, which I think we will, we got to. We do have to. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely going to have to rethink about their game plan a little bit. Um, you know, they're now going to have potentially um two spinners bowling um spin into the right hander which we can talk about i actually yeah. think that's a benefit to us um but yeah they're gonna have to have the same game plan to both if they only plan to attack murphy it probably plays into lion's hands because defense is usually what um has you unstuck over in india so it'll be interesting to see how they approach it if we play you know essentially the same bowler with two right arm off spinners yeah let's get into that because a lot of people are saying not to pick Murphy because he spins it the same yeah. way as Lyon. Yeah. And we understand that you want a bit of variation in yeah. your attack. It'd be great to have him spinning one each way. And that's why people are suggesting Swepson or Agar. Yeah. But personally, someone <laughs> that hasn't batted in India before, if I'm going over there, I would love the ball to be spinning away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look. and uh, From both a score runs and also survive point of difference yeah i'm the exact same opinion as you can when i think about um wickets in india if you're challenging both sides of the bat which off spinners do to the right hander i just think that's so much more dangerous um again it, it's the variation off the wicket um that gets you out over there one ball will uh rip and turn and the other one can hit the same area and slide on if you're doing that as an off spinner um you know outside the off stump you're bringing in your keeper and your first slip but you're also bringing in all your your fielders around the bat where if it's a leg spinner you can almost park yourself on the back foot mm. and uh, look to cut the beans out of it or if it doesn't spin you can sort of block it off the back foot which i just don't think you can do as consistently against the off spinner yeah and when you're challenging both sides of the bat like we spoke about earlier you can't defend for too long over in india can't. and if you're only challenging one half of the bat then you can actually defend for a little bit longer because you can trust that if the ball isn't hitting the stumps, it, it's not going to play a role. But if you're challenging both sides of the bat, that puts a lot of doubt. That straight away, batters can't let balls go that they would normally let go because Absolutely. they know that, yeah, the ball's coming back into the stumps. Again, that brings in the ball that skids on and takes the outside edge and then it skids on, uh, turns back into the pads. You've got your bat pads around like... Personally, I think having Murphy and Lyon, I think that's a, a good com combo. Then the other thing obviously comes into equation is we can't, and obviously <laughs> India are pretty confident that we're going to play Murphy and Lyon because they've produced two halves of the wicket that look different. And if that rough is outside the leg stump to a right-hander and we've got two blokes that spin it both in, then we're not going to be able to hit that rough as... Well, we can't hit that rough. It's going to be pointless, so... That also plays a slight role, um, but it's interesting. I don't know if these photos we're seeing are doing it justice. Perhaps it's a yeah. That's it doesn't right. look we as we, bad. We're not there. We don't one hundred percent know. Yeah. And like you know, Facebook comments always hype things up a little bit. It is interesting. It is you know really cool to actually see India do something like that. I, I never would have thought of something like that. Oh so. yeah, that's uh, I. They do it. They don't. This is like a new level. Yeah, this is a new level. So it could be the thing that wins us a series. To be fair, we lose the first game. A lot of uproar. For uh, sure. People are telling the ICC to step in. Yeah. All of a sudden, the next wicket they produce, they back themselves. It's not quite as good. We get one all, and then momentum. We give the likes of Smith and Lyon guys that 
really want to win in India, a bit of momentum, it could be the thing that actually yeah, wins us could, a series. It could, yeah, it's a good point. It could come. Or they could just continue could to, to produce wickets like that too. And then um, our last bowler is, yeah. is Boland, who hasn't played in India or outside of Australia. No, nah, hasn't played outside of Australia. Mm. How do you reckon he's going to go if he's our second quick? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's an honest opinion. I'm not sure how he'll go over there. Um, we obviously haven't seen him play out of Australia. He's always played with the crowd yelling his name, high on confidence. You know, he hasn't really had too much to overcome in his career yet. Um, I don't think there's any harder place to travel um, over there, especially if a couple of the, you know, gun Indian batters get in and he's got to come back for his second and third spell. I don't know how he'll go. One thing that he will do well is attack the stumps. Yeah. Um, the Indian pitches uh, tend to start to go up and down. So, um, look, he, he'll be there or thereabouts in terms of making the batter play consistently. Um, and if he can get a little bit off the wicket, um, I don't see him not being able to be successful. Yeah, he will attack the stumps. He's a, we saw all those wickets he took in Australia were just balls that batters were playing at because they were like they were just fishing at balls or poking at balls, knowing that he's attacking the stumps and taking nicks or he's hitting blokes in the pads or he's taking stumps. So I think he will he will do his job. He will play a role in the team. But I also think when Starks fit, when Hazelwood's fit, it's um, Bowling will be yeah running the drinks again. So that's basically how we think Australia going to line up. It looks pretty set in stone except for that number six. Do they play Green? Do they play... Uh, Renshaw or Hanscom or do we play the extra bowler with Agar and give Carey a crack at six so obviously we'll find that out very shortly but that's how we have them lining up anything else on the Aussie team there Brownie? No nothing for the Aussies good luck boys. Yeah alright we will get to we'll get back to it soon after we talk about the Indian team and what we think could be a difference in the series between these two teams but we'll go through what uh, the predicted Indian lineup is looking to be again. Um, there's probably three or even four spots kind of up for grabs in this Indian lineup, but this is kind of what I've got um, for the first test. So their openers look pretty set in stone because they're their captain and vice captain. So Rohit Sharma's captain in uh, the series, and Cahill Rahul is uh, the vice captain. So Rohit obviously speaks for himself. Um, in India, he averages 73 <laughs> and has a strike rate of 66 in India. So that's what we're talking about um, of these Indian batters batting in their own conditions. Um, has kind of been struggling a little bit the last sort of 12 months. He averages 30, but um, again, getting back home and playing in his own conditions, I think uh, he's going to be someone that plays a huge role for this Indian lineup. Yeah. I mean, his record speaks for himself. I think, um, like you said, even though he's only averaged 30 over the last 12 months, back in home, massive series, um, you know, big weight on his shoulders at the top of the order and as captain, you can expect that he's going to have a, a pretty good series. So Rahul, he was someone that there's been a lot of talk about because he's been named vice-captain and he's been struggling mm. lately. Massive. His last four innings, he's only averaged 14. Um, but obviously being the vice-captain, that's pretty clear sign that he's going to be there for the side again his strike rate in india is 59 um he averages 44 in his home country so he's a he's a lock there to open the batting which will play a little role when we get to the who bats five for this indian team but cahill rahul is someone that 
likes to, again, like we keep talking about, take the game on, play his shots, and when the ball's new and Australia's bowling, Cummins and, well, bowling for this test, he's going to be coming at us. Then we have the uh, modern-day rifle driver, the uh, <laughs> great man Pujara. So Pujara, we all know he's a good player. He's incredible. And he, when India beat us in Australia... <laughs> he he played the biggest role I've yeah. ever seen him play in test and cricket. I... Obviously, don't enjoy getting beat by India, but I actually enjoyed watching this guy bat. <laughs> as much as you can. It's a bit of a snooze fest, but it yeah. is good to watch. And his highlight package is also phenomenal. Like, he blocks a lot of balls, lets a lot of balls go, but when he plays his shots, gee, he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outstanding cricket He's shots. He's such a, like, soft hands, let the ball come under your eyes, play your zones kind of player. He's just, I think his intelligence, he's a bit like Manus in a way where um, his ability to focus for a long period of yeah. time goes a long way to helping him score the amount of runs he does. Yeah, and I reckon that's going to be a good um, match-up in this series, mm. Manus v Pajara. Mm. So even someone like him, who his career strike rate's a tick over 40. His strike rate in India is a tick under 50. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So they're all increasing their strike rate yeah. um, quite significantly in India or at home for them. Yeah, obviously, like, if you looked at the Australian records, all of our strike rates would be better at home. Everyone's going to be better in their home conditions. But even when you compare it to, like, his three highest strike rates for Pajara are all in the subcontinent, all mm. Asian wickets. So mm. there's obviously tactics here. His last 12 months, he's averaged 74. <laughs> And um, averages 54 in India and also 54 against Australia. So someone that will play a huge role in this series where, like we said, it's going to be hard to bat for long periods of time in India, but he's someone that's proven that he can do it. And that's actually what he loves to do. Very similar, uh, similarly poised top four on either side. I yeah, think. yeah, they are. Ability-wise and sort of tactical-wise, like they're all very similar. Um, obviously, number four with uh, Coley coming in. Well, He's, even the top five, yeah. Yeah, even the top five. Um, I think, you know, it, it, we're only talking about form now if we're trying to find some point of difference and, and this, the form between Coley and Smith's a little bit different at the moment. Yeah, so Coley, he's an interesting one. So I had a little bit of a dig into Coley. Um, so he struggled over the last 12 months. He's had 11 innings. He's only averaging 26, so the highest score is 79. But I think we've spoken about strike rate and economy rate a lot in this podcast, but his strike rate has been considerably down in these last 12 months. Mm. So I think it goes one or two ways. He either keeps trying to like dig his way out of this mm. and try and guts it out, or does he now turn around and go, all right. Has to go hard. Yeah, this is it. I haven't been hitting the ball like I... In saying that, he scored some one-day runs recently. Massive run, one-day runs. Yeah. Like massive one-day runs. <laughs> so, and that does make a difference. Like Confidence-wise, he'll be buzzing. And I think, if anything, that's going to help his test match cricket. Yeah. Because like, we, like you've said, Cam, his strike rate's the lowest it's been. Um, after his recent one-day form, if he can just take that same mindset and same tempo, obviously couple of gears down for a bit longer but um he's going to be successful if he can take a little bit of uh learning from his recent one day form into this series yeah again a strike rate of 59 in india so mm. like i said earlier i think around that 60 is a pretty good number um now so this is one of these next two position five and six are kind of the positions that we don't know who's going to be there so gill um he's opened the batting for india and been very successful too and he was very successful in that series um out here in australia but he's an opening batter 
And as we said, Cahill Rahul is going to open being the vice captain of the team. So do they go with Gill, um, Shubman Gill that is, or do they go with Yadav who's been absolutely lighting it up in um, both ODI and T20 cricket? Obviously never played test cricket before, a guy that's blossomed late. He's like 32 years old or something and he's just come onto the white ball scene and absolutely lighted it up like he's being touted as the best white ball batter in the world so to me whoever it is they'll do well like again they were two guys that take the game forward they'll both strike at 60 plus and um yeah it's hard to know what they're going to do but both of those are phenomenal cricketers who have you got at six cam so six will be their keeper because they they will play Jadeja at seven. And Jadeja, they'll play their three spinners will be their next three batters after six. Probably who, my favourite, yeah, probably my favourite three players to watch yeah. other, than, other than Coley. So, um, obviously, uh, Rishabh Pant is not going to be there after that car crash he was involved in. Mm. So, there's two keepers. Both of them never played Test cricket before. There's Ishan Kishan, who again has been... <laughs> He's been light, and I hit a double hundred. Oh, no, that was Gil that hit the double hundred. He hit a couple of hundreds in ODI cricket. Uh, then there's this Shri Barra, Barat. Yeah, I don't know that fella. Yeah, he's, again, like I said, hasn't played test cricket. Um, Has he played any much international cricket? Well, no. No. Not, oh, not you mean... Um, T20? ODI. I've never heard of that fella. No, I don't think he has. Yeah. No, I think he must just be someone... Uh, he scored almost 5,000 first-class runs, an average of 38, strike rate of 60. 60. Um, yeah, so he's hit 900s, 27.50s. So it looks like Kishan will be the man. Yeah. Well, that's my theory is they'll go him, again, like we said, off the back of like one day. And, ODI runs. Yeah, ODI runs. And also because like he scores quickly. Let's get into the spinners. So now... <laughs> I'll... I was very bullish on Australia and India yeah. until I realised what we're up against. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is, in my opinion, the best spin attack yeah, you in could almost, international cricket, if, almost ever. If you wanted to swap one of these out and put someone in, are you going to do it? Like in from, our side? No, no. From If you wanted to improve the Indian spin attack yeah, yeah, yeah. and take anyone else from world cricket at the moment and put them in and take one of these guys out, are you doing it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like you would, you would think you'd find a spot for Lyon, but then you're like, oh, yeah. well, who do, I, who do I, I take wouldn't, out? I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't change this Indian attack. It's not, almost not, the dream not, team. Not in India. Like, yeah, no yeah, way. obviously. Um, but like, what I, even what I love about um, their spin... Um, lineup is just how well they bat too like yeah yeah for me you just look at that batting lineup and these guys will score could, could score you hundreds yeah. like they're, they're just phenomenal cricketers these guys so we spoke about the australian bowlers and their economy rates so the three spinners jadeja who jadeja's probably my favorite player yeah yeah he's good he's <laughs> my favorite indian player yeah, for definitely. sure um so in india Jadeja's economy rate is 2.2, Ashwin 2.6, and Patel 2.2. Phenomenal. So, um, obviously, like we said, being their home conditions, you're going to expect that. So, if you're a batter cam and you're going up against these spin bowls, which one are you sort? Which one's your matchup? The one that you're trying to score bulk your runs off, and and which batter, which bowler are you trying to get down the other end to? Well, Ashwin, I'm getting down the other end. Like we said earlier, 
like I don't want the ball spinning into me mm. in these conditions. So Jadeja and Patel both spinning it away, but they're also both um, like not traditional like a Nathan Lyon who gets up over it. They both kind of bowl under the ball yeah. um, and challenge both sides of a right hander's bat because they're they'll probably take a lot more wickets on those balls that skid in. Correct. And then have the one that goes away as more of a, a delivery that plays in the batter's mind. So, yeah, obviously I don't want to face any of these three guys, but I think Ashran Ashran will bowl the most overs. Um, he will will get to predictions later, but he I think he will be the most effective. But then you got Patel. So Patel's only just recently come into this Indian lineup. Um, he's averaging fourteen, <laughs> averaging fourteen in Test cricket, um, averaging twelve in India. Like I said, a two point two economy rate. And he's actually also, so I've got him down here batting nine, but they're talking about him actually batting in front of Ashwin. Yeah, sneaky good batter. Yeah, and Ashwin's hit 300s in India. Incredible. So Patel, he bats in front of Ashwin. Like, yeah, we're in a bit of trouble. Then they're quicks. So this is the last one that's up for grabs. So I've got Muhammad Shemi and Muhammad Siraj. Siraj has to be at lock. Well, he's actually been the one they're talking about might miss out and yeah. they might play Umesh Yadav mm. um, I, I, I would I would go with Siraj every day of the yeah week. yeah he was phenomenal phenomenal in Australia mm. he was yeah he's going to get the ball to reverse over there yeah. as well because then the, you've also got Kuldeep Yadav as mm. well um, who bowls le- um, left arm Chinamans so they were also talking about him coming in mm. and being a fourth spinner Incredible. Who also... So then they would have Ashwin right-arm offy, um, then Patel and Jadeja both left-arm orthos, and then they'd have Kuldeep Yadav left-arm. Mm. It's incredible how much spin. they rely... Like, how much spin gets talked up. Like, the series we won over there um, in our golden era, like, spinners hardly took it. Like, Warney and... Uh, uh, who, who was our other spinner? Nathan Gil. Horitz. Oh, Gil. What does <laughs> Nathan Horitz Hart didn't play much of a role over there, and both teams, even here, relying so much on their spin, even thinking about playing three or four spinners like that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't think they'll go on with one quick, no, but they are talking about playing one quick and playing full spinner. So um, that's got to be tactics. Mohammed Shemi, he averages twenty-one in India, economy rate of three. So. Um, probably a good guide when we're talking about Paddy. His numbers aren't too far off that. Uh, average isn't 21, but economy rate. And then Suraj hasn't played um, as much. He's only played three games in India. He averages 16, economy rate of 2.8. So, um, again, I think that was against Bangladesh or something, but it'll be interesting. That's the India obviously have a few spots up for grabs. We obviously don't know the Indian lineup as well as we know our Australian lineup. They're kind of being the players they've been talking about. The batting looks like there's that five roll up for grabs and who's going to keep their three spinners are all locks and then who are their 10 and 11 do they play one quick and a spin or do they go with the the two quicks heading into this first test let's do some series predictions cam all right this is good so i was like i said i was bullish on australia i think it's one of the best sides i've sent over there um since stark's gone down hazelwood's gone down that hurts for me especially stark um but then I've realised how good this Indian lineup is, mm. especially their their spinners. I think 
that combo of Ashwin Patel and Jadeja, um, especially now we're seeing these photos of the wickets, our left-handers trying to face um, Jadeja and Patel spinning it back into the lefties. Mm. I'm going to say the series, I'm going a bit rogue here. I'm going to say it's two all. <laughs> It's the biggest fence hit of all time, isn't it? Well, it's a... I'm not too sure, so too all. (laughs) But I think it's a genuine chance of happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. It's just... I think this is how the series is going to go. I think India are locks to win this first test. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Like, I think the first test, everyone's (laughs) going to be tuning in and the Aussie viewers will be like, oh, well, that was disappointing. Mm -hmm. We built that up and then we produced that. But then they'll hopefully there'll be a bit of hype about this wicket. We'll win the second test. Mm. We'll win the third test, and then the fourth wicket <laughs> will be, be worse than the, fo- than the first one, and it'll be a two-all draw. Yeah, that's good, my prediction. Good prediction. I'm. Uh, I have to go with Australia three-one. Yeah. Um, I, I think every that's massive. Well, we're going to play some good cricket. Well, I think every game is going to have a result. Um, yeah, you can you can expect that in India. Very unlikely to see any draws. Um, I think my heart is playing a big role in my prediction here, but I, I, I as much as I hope, I still think that Australia can win the series three one, and I, I think we will lose the first test as well. Oh, so lose the first, win the next three. Yeah, that's massive, isn't it? So what do we need? Let's talk about what Australia. We've been dribbling or drip feeding it in throughout our player in focus what does australia need to do to win this series well they need to pick murphy <laughs> yeah that is a great answer i think that is a, on the money we need to pick murphy murphy he, he's the piece that we're missing i think um to like it, it's it's like having two nathan lines and then all right india who you're going to go after and whoever you go after is almost the wrong answer like yeah, just yeah. because both of them are going to be so consistent they both offer um so much shape and revolutions on the ball i just think both of those guys you know you know nathan Lyon. so often you just want to bring him on both ends and you play murphy you can do that so yeah it'll be really interesting um but i think murphy um he has to play all four all four tests and if he does that i think we're a big chance of winning this yeah. series and i think the second or more important thing is we need to win the toss yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> we um, need to win as we need to win three out of the four tosses i reckon yeah yeah toss is going to be so important for us um not so much for india uh they're probably still going to be you know 50 50 regardless on um on winning the toss or not um for us i think our chances almost drop in half if we lose yeah, the toss. yeah so patty call right brother <laughs> yeah yeah and then i think the thing we've spoken about the most then is just our ability to score runs a little bit quicker than what we have in the past over there in India. And these wickets now are probably a step further to what we've been exposed on previously. So I think that becomes even more important. I think throughout the series, if our batters, not obviously every batter is slightly different, um, but if we can strike around that 60, Mm. I think that's going to hold us in good stead to be able to not have to bat for you know a day and a half and face so many balls that we can actually get out there and score more runs off the balls we do face Mm. and not only does obviously scoring more runs help but also just the approach of not trying to defend too many balls on the stumps um, and allow the indian bowlers especially these three spinners and judasia and patel do that so well and we've got that stacked left-handed lineup if they're bowling heaps of balls at the stumps and we're trying to defend 
I think that's where we can get unstuck. So if we're scoring, scoring a little bit quicker, playing our shots, looking to be productive, uh, use the crease, get down the wicket, sweep. Obviously, a few of our players will play a lot of reverse sweeps. Um, I think that's going to be our our game plan for this series. Yeah, I think the last thing we need to do as a team, and it's um, sort of as a group of three here, I, I think Head, Green, and Kerry play a huge role yeah. in us getting the totals that we need to be competitive. You sort of know what you're going to get from our top four, um, but I think if um, our sort of middle order can execute their role at 80% probably, um, I think that alone will go a massive way to us just getting enough runs that our bowlers can go about their business. Um, if, if those three have series where they've averaged probably 30 to 40, I think that that's going to be huge for us. Yeah, we, need, we need runs from them in the middle order. Yeah, and the last thing, hopefully Green's back bowling for the second test. Yeah, yeah, that, that plays a huge role too. So if he's back bowling, that allows us so much more flexibility with this team then we can play an extra spinner mm. or we can play an extra bat. Mm, mm. Obviously, depending how this first test goes. All right. Let's do... So that's our series predictions. Individual predictions. Yeah. So who's going to be the highest run scorer, Cameron? So I think Steve Smith's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> I think Smudge is going to show everyone, like... The last sort of six months, everyone's like knows how good Smith is, but also pretty much our whole top six were scoring runs. We're playing, played the West Indies, we played South Africa. Um, even when he come back in the big bash at a couple of hundreds, people were saying, "Oh, it's only domestic cricket." Um, but I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this series, and then off the back of it, the Ashes series. I think in three months' time people are going to be like, oh my God, Smith is the best batter Australia's ever produced. By the end of this year, Steve Smith will be close. He'll be very close to 40 test match centuries. And I think he's What's on... What's he at now? I think he's on 31. 31. He's around... Yeah, he's he just around. passed. And Bradley. like the only person to ever get up into the 40s is Ricky. Yeah. So I think... Ricky this got 40... No... 44. Yeah. This, I was gonna say 42. this calendar year for Steve Smith is why he's going to go down as the greatest batsman in Australian history. Yeah. This 12 months is going to be huge for Smudge. So if you're. 41 a, for Ricky. 41. So if you're an Australian fan or an Australian cricketer, strap yourselves in because Steve Smith's about to take us to the moon, I reckon. Yeah. And then on the Indian side, I think it's. Oh, it's going to be hard not to say Pajara. Yeah, it is hard not to say Pajara. I don't want it to be Kohli. If Kohli's their leading run scorer, then India win this. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm going with Pajara too. Yeah. All right, leading wicket-taker for the tournament. Yeah, I've got uh, two, two possibilities here. Um, I tossed up the idea of Murphy, but unsure on whether Australia have the same thinking as you and I, Cam. I've got, uh, I think... A massive series for Lyon. I think Lyon's going to be in our top two, and uh, if not, Lyon, Paddy. Yeah, I think Ashwin will take the most wickets uh, for the series, but if I think Murphy will, will be our Australian. Wow, Australian. you do. You are going to back him in. Yeah, yeah. I think if he, he's got to play this first test, and once he plays the first test, he'll be a lock. Yeah, yeah, he won't miss out. Yeah, and... Gee, I just reckon 
the combination between him and Lyon, mm. obviously it comes down to a lot what the Indians do. Mm. But I just think if they've got a similar approach, they haven't seen as much um, as Murphy, obviously. Mm. If they have that approach to come out after Murphy, I think he's just got the two. He's got the slight variations and mm. he's also got like a, a good cricket mind mm. that he can adapt and in conditions that suit him, he can be so much more effective. Like he was effective... In a, he's been effective in Australia when he's adapting to mm. different batters. Now, I put the conditions all in his favour. Th- obviously, you're playing better cricketers, but I think he can be very, very successful for us. Yeah, and if he does play, um, bowling at the other end with Lyon is only helping his chances. Yeah. They're going to have to go after Murphy a little bit, um, and then maybe when they realise, oh, I don't think we can go after Murphy, then the defence comes out, and that's when we know um, wickets follow soon after that. Yeah. All right, player of the series. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, boring, because I'm Smith too. Yeah, yeah. Like we spoke about earlier. He's just, yeah, like I said, he's going to the moon this year. He's Um, going to the moon. He's going to break some records this year. Um, Yeah, yeah, Smith's going to average bloody 100 this series. You can just see it. He's going to average 100. You can just see it happening, can't you? Oh, he can't average 100. No one can average 100 in India. He averages 70 in India already. Yeah, I know. Or against India, 60 in India, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And the bloke's in the best form of his life with the eye of the tiger. He's going to win the series on his shoulders. He's going to average 100. Well, he currently averages 60. Against India? In India, and he averages 72 against India. Yeah, and that's... And he's a better player. Now. Yeah, he's been a better player every time he's played. 100%. But he's a new player. Well, he obviously hasn't been back to India since the Sandpaper Sargate, so he's going to (laughs) be... Oh, gee, I'm excited for Smithy. Australia's got to win the toss. Smithy's going to score runs. Uh, We need Uzi to bat for longer periods of time. We need Warner to take the game on at the top. Manus to adapt to conditions. Manus to do Manus things. Um, and then we need, I think, more important, like Head and Carey, yes, but uh, Head and Green, yes, but more importantly, I think Carey plays a bigger role he there. Does. Carey plays a huge role because he's getting back with the tail. Yeah, and then we need obviously Murphy to play, and then them two, Murphy and Lyon, to bowl together for long periods of time, and then we also need luck to go our way, plus all of those things. Oh yeah, we need a little bit of luck, no doubt. Uh, having Marnus in the team should give us plenty of luck. <laughs> he's got plenty of it. So got the eagle on the bat. Hope, yeah, that's right. He's got the eagle. Hopefully, he doesn't take any of Smithy's luck. Because if he can have a bit of luck too, wow, he could average 120. So, all right, that pretty much wraps up the podcast for today. Uh, enjoy the series, everyone. Like mm. I said, I think we're going to break some numbers for most views for Test cricket. Um, and don't be disappointed if this first Test Australia gets skittled because I'm confident that. Our best two games will be the second and third test. Mm. Hopefully, we're good enough to win those tests. Hopefully, Starkey gets back. Hopefully, Green gets back to bowling. Mm. Um, and, yeah, hopefully, we're very competitive. And these boys, like I said at the start of the podcast, have a chance to achieve a bit of greatness and be compared to that golden era, which is crazy how much they've been... This, this team's been... Uh, scrutinising the media and now we've got the chance to be known as one of the great teams Um, but like we just said there's a lot that needs to go our way for that to happen yeah the last 12 months in particular I just feel like we've constantly been building to something pretty special as an Australian team I haven't seen our balance um, 
this good. Oh, it's just perfect yeah. when I think about it. Like, not even just balance in terms of skills, but just experience, knowledge. Yeah. Guys that take the game on, guys that can adapt, guys that can do this, guys that can do that. Um, yeah, I think this will. Um, if we can do what we hope we can do this 12 months, you know, we almost do go down as the yeah. best Aussie team to ever play. Well, this is our 12-month window, like... It is. They've got, to, they've got to take it. This is it, like, Warner won't be playing in 12 months' time, I dare mm. say. Aussie's getting on now. Um, and then our bowling lineup, like, these guys, if there was... This is the perfect window for us. Yeah. And if you wanted this window to be... Like if you could choose any series, you would be choosing what we're up against. Yeah, let's yeah, send yeah. them to India in India, and let's send them to Ashes series over in England. So yeah, the the stars are aligning for the yeah. boys, and Smith's going to the moon. So Smith's <laughs> going. I mean, all right, let's wrap it up. It's been a long podcast. We need to get this out, everyone, to give it a listen before first ball this afternoon. And like we said, go the Aussies, do us proud, but don't get too disappointed if we get dusted in this first test match. We'll catch you next time as we summarise what Australia are doing in India on the My Peak podcast.